0: From the newsroom of the Bryant College Station Eagle, this is the Brazos Sports Prepscast. And now, the Eagle High School Sports Team, Alex Miller and Jake Weiss. What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Brazos Sports Prepscast, a podcast about high school football here in the Brazos Valley. I'm Alex Miller with the Eagle, joined always by our high school sports reporter, Jake Weiss. All right, Jake. This is it. Cue the final countdown. Two Brazos Valley teams going to play for it all this week at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. College Station, they've got Alito on Saturday in the 5A Division One state championship game at 11 a.m. Franklin, they've got Brock in the 3A Division One state title game Thursday at 7. Both these games should be great matchups, so uh, it's going to be a good new week of football to close the year.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, I, I got to admit to you, you know, I thought it was just kind of rooting for for one team to make a run at the end of the year, you know, uh, or hoping, you know, we'd have at least one team make a run all the way to the end. But uh, we got two, so should be fun.
0: Well, we've got a big show today. Got to bring out the big guns because it's the big show. So we've got Dave Campbell's Texas football's Greg Tepper. He's the managing editor over there. He's a good guy. He's going to join the show, help preview Brazos Valley's. State games. It's it's the Brazos Valley versus Parker County this week, Jake. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how the Brazos Valley teams fare. Before we get into all the action, though, uh, let's look a little bit back at last week, because uh, both these teams, they pulled away in the second half in the state semifinals to win by considerable margins, given some pretty good competition as well.
1: Yeah, you know, Franklin uh, pulled away from Edna 41 to 13. Uh, really for them the big difference was in the second quarter. Uh they were up tw- they scored 21 unanswered in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, they were down 7 to 0 at the end of the first, right? Or was in this touchdown?
0: Yeah, it was it was I think it was 7-0 seven, 7-6 seven, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's right. It was.
1: And then uh, they ended up just kind of doing what Franklin does. Uh, The real big difference, though, this time, though, was that the passing attack was actually the key for Franklin. Uh, I wrote about that in my column. I know you touched on that in the game story. Uh, Really, it was, yeah, it was Court Lowry, the arm of Court Lowry, and not just Court, too, but uh, Jaden Jackson. We've seen him what he can do on the ground, but uh, he decided, you know, hey, let me uh, show off the arm a little bit, and uh, he did that.
0: Yeah, you know, ran that little trick play. We'll throw it up here on the screen, but uh, you know, it was kind of a busted play. And then he kind of re- re- gets one read, gets two, and then all of a sudden he finds Dean Rampy in the end zone for a touchdown. Uh, Rampy's got two touchdowns here in the playoffs, touchdown catches. So, uh, you know, it was it was a great quote after the game. I think Coach Fannin was like, you know, he looked like Tom Brady out there. <laughs> never run a scramble drill before. Third, fourth, read. I mean. Just pretty remarkable stuff from Franklin because, I mean, credit to Edna. They stopped them in their inside run game for a good amount of the game, and then once they got the passing game going, it really helped the running game open back up, and Franklin just had Edna on their heels the the entire second half.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I was was hoping you would bring up the Tom Brady quote because if you didn't bring (laughs) it up, I was going to be like, you look like Tom Brady. Uh, No, I'm glad you mentioned that, though.
0: So big win for the lions they're going to have another big game against brock this thursday we'll get into that one in a minute jake college station they got past corpus christi veterans memorial 33 to 7 aid martinez brown another big game for the cougars in in route to win uh, he's been one of he's been one of the key reasons why the Cougars are headed back to the state title game. And you wrote about him in your column last week.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, for Aiden, I mean, you know, he kind of came in late as the starter. And he really even came in late during the summer. You know, we talked to Coach Pryor about that. And you talked to Aiden after the game about that. You know, he got a late start. He had to kind of learn the playbook. So he was kind of, you know, an unknown. But uh, he's kind of turned into their secret weapon, I mean kind of an unknown and then I think his first maybe start career start was against Georgetown Eastview towards kind of like late October maybe middle of October but since then he's been the lead guy and just you know he's been he does what he does I mean you you've seen it we've seen it we talked about it he just plows through defenses it's pretty impressive to watch
0: Well, as great as he was, the turning point of that game was a defensive play at the end of the first half when Tony Hamilton got a big pick six to put the Cougars ahead going into halftime.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I was doing some, crunching some numbers uh, a little er earlier today, and uh, credit to John Clendenin, uh, our good friend of the show. Uh, He mentioned this, I think, uh, and this kind of got me looking into it a little bit, but uh, you know, credit to Tony. He's been, uh, he's had, i looked this up, he's had a touchdown, at least one touchdown, either on offense or defense, because he plays both ways, uh, in the last seven weeks. So since the AM Consolidated game, he's had a touchdown, at least in one of those games, and most of those games have been multiple touchdowns. Uh, Last week... Had his first touchdown on defense uh, all season and was a big one because, like you said, I mean, they were down. Uh, it was about 40 seconds left. We'll, we'll play the clip. It was about 40 seconds left until halftime. Uh, Cougars were down 7-6. to six. Uh, It was kind of a strange play, if you ask me, because it was only second down, uh, you know, and they could have just – Corpus Christi could have just, you know, kept running the ball. I mean – they didn't really have to. They got aggressive there right yeah, there. Yeah, they got aggressive right there, especially towards the, their own end zone. But uh, you'll see the clip here. Tony just picks it off, takes it to the house, uh, picks the Cougars up right before halftime. Uh, I don't even think uh, Kobe Christie decided to run any plays too after. No, I think I
0: mean, they just ran the ball one time. Well, there was, like, no time left, Yeah, really. There was, like, seven seconds
1: But still, uh, yeah, that was just a huge, huge momentum shift. And credit to Tony and the defense, because Tony himself and the defense as well, they've been really coming on as of late.
0: Well, we're going to get all into College Station and Franklin's matchups against Alito and Brock. But first, let's hear from Dave Campbell's Greg Tepper. Welcome back to the Brazos Sports Preps Cast, everyone. Joined now by Dave Campbell's Texas football's Greg Tepper, breaking down the state championships for the two Brazos Valley schools. Greg, first of all, I know it's a busy week for you, too, so thanks for giving us a few minutes every day. We appreciate it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is this is a fun time of year. It's a busy time of year, but, uh, but you know, I know that we're going to get to Saturday night, and all the games are going to be over, and I'm going to be sad it's over. So trying to relish it while we can. For sure. Well, two good ones for the Brazos Valley schools. You got College
0: Station taking on perennial power Alito. You got Franklin trying to go back to back against a really good Brock team. What really intrigues you about each of those matchups?
2: Yeah, I think both of them have their own interesting storylines. You know, on the on the College Station side, I think it's easy to just look at this uh, look at this team and, and where they started. Um, I categorize this as a game that if you had told me before the season it would be a lead on college station in the title game, I would have been like, yeah, that sounds about right. If you told me two weeks into the season that it would be happening, I'd say, no, 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 you're crazy. Because both these teams kind of started off uh with a lot of bad news. You know, for college station, most notably, you know, this is a team that was in many respects kind of left for dead there at the beginning of the year. They lose Marquise Collins, they have to replace a quarterback, they're replacing a coach, right? There's just so many questions, and then they get they get dr- run out of the barn in week one by Lovejoy, and you're like, okay, well, I guess all those things are going to add up. But, but look, Stoney Pryor's done an unbelievable job, I think, with uh, with this uh, team as they've gotten better week in and week out. And then on the other side for Franklin, look, it's been steady as she goes. This is a, a, a team that has not looked like moving up a division, has – Uh, impacted them really at all if anything they look even better than they did last year Um, I thought that what they've done the path that they've walked to get here most notably that win over Columbus in the regional final was really telling about the kind of heart of a champion type stuff that you get from this program there it's going to take a special effort to beat this Franklin team Uh, Brock is certainly capable of it but uh, this this Franklin team looks looks really really dangerous.
0: You know, when you, when you look at college station, a lot of similarities to that 2017 team, when they beat Alito in the five, a two championship game, Alito, certainly probably the favorite coming into this matchup, but what, what makes you think that college station has a chance to to upset the Bearcats this Saturday?
2: I, I think that you're spot on in the sense that there are a lot of similarities to that 2017 game, you go back to the A, it was Saturday morning, like they're going to play this year. Uh, Alito was a pretty clear favorite Alito or college station had a quarterback who was emerging and starting to become a, a really dangerous uh, threat uh, back in 2017 it was Marquez Perez this year, uh, it's Arrington maiden. Uh, and then they also college station has a really good defense. that's going to be able to hold them in games like they did in 2017. I see a lot of similarities in there. And so for me, if you are looking for the way that college station wins this game, make no mistake, it will be an upset. I don't think there's really any doubt about that. Uh, but if they were to, I think that there is a path for them, and it starts with that defense, which has been so good and so, it has progressed so much. They've gotten so much better week in and week out. And I thought what they did last week against Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial was really uh, proof positive that they are peaking at the right time. It's going to start on the defense for them. Uh, a win is actually going to look uh, a college station win in this game would look a lot like it did in 2017. A low scoring nip and tuck affair, force a couple of turnovers, come up with a couple of big plays and special teams and defense, and 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 kind of ride it out. This is a tough Alito defense uh, that that has been that is, is coming off of one of the most impressive uh, performances of the season. You know, shutting down a high powered Longview attack. Uh, college station is gonna need to be multiple. They're gonna need to throw the ball a little bit with Maiden. They're gonna need to run the ball as well with Aiden Martinez Brown. But the path is there. Like they're underdogs, but like I, I think you count out college station at your own peril. On the flip side, you know, Brock started
0: 0-4, lost some really, really good teams. I think two of them are playing for state championships themselves this week, but just not totally unsurprising that they got it turned around. But just how impressive has it been for them to get it going and just maybe what it's gonna take to to beat Franklin this week.
2: Yeah, this Brock team's really impressive because you're right. They got off the mat at an 0 4 start. You know, we were, they got off to an 0 4 start and we kind of, you know, we kind of kept telling people, hey, listen, don't look at the record, don't look at the record, look at who they played. And sure enough, like they've been able to turn it around and they've come through a pretty difficult schedule too. Their district was a lot more, a lot tougher than we thought that it would be with Whitesboro and Paradise. Uh, They end up beating Whitesboro twice, uh, beating them in the playoffs as well. Um, and really what I appreciate about this Brock team is they've kind of gotten back to what has established them as a power early on in their, in their infancy as well, which is they're going to run the ball with Reed Watkins and quarterback Tyler Moody. They're not going to ask him to throw the ball 50 times. They're going to ask him to throw about 20. Um, and then they're going to lean on that defense. And last week against Malakoff was a perfect example of the path that they need to play to, to walk to beat this franklin team because they're the franklin's the faster team in this game like no doubt about it they're the faster team bryson washington Jaden jackson those are those guys can run away from you um and so what they did last week against Malakoff was very impressive because they hemmed in they did not let Malakoff get to the edges and exploit that speed they made him play in a phone booth which is where they didn't want to play well the, the, the difference may be that franklin they're fine playing a phone booth. They live in a phone booth. This, this phone booth is their home. Um, they they want to run between the tackles, and so it's going to be up to this uh, this Brock defense, which has been so good to not fall into the issue that Gunner fell in last year, which is just giving up home runs, just giving up. You know, this is for for a team that runs the ball. This is a high flying Franklin offense. Like you would not you would not think of, they're basically just like a. A, a, you know, a, an air raid, whatever the, uh, the gr- you know, the ground game version of an air raid is, you know, the, the ground strike offense, they just, they are really, really dangerous. And so for Brock, they've got to limit the home runs, lean on that defense, and then just grind it out on the ground. But that's easier said than done against what's been a really good Franklin defense as well. See if Franklin can get it done without having to complete a
0: pass. They didn't complete a pass last year. They had like 500 yards rushing, something crazy like that. Hey, I did ask Court Lowry, though, and joke, if uh, his three touchdown passes was a school record last week
2: and he was like it's gotta be i don't know anybody that's ever done that <laughs> it's gotta be and actually last year it's funny you mentioned that because you remember franklin did a, attempt like three passes that's true and they all they all fell incomplete. and like the last one i think they were kind of going for the dagger and they they just missed a pass and i was kind of glad it fell incomplete because it's a lot it's a lot better of a story if a team wins with zero passing yards than it is if they win with like six you know this is this is a better story they were the first team since i want to say like oh seven liberty hill to win a title without uh without uh any passing yards so we'll see if they can do it again or if they need to do it again on on saturday on friday rather. well
0: you know both of these programs college station franklin they've both made state championship appearances in the last few years obviously both of them were there last year and you know a lot of their fans have likely been to these games but For those who haven't and have not taken part of the festivities that are up there at AT AT&T Stadium, why should people come and be a part of it Uh, is something that, you know, seems to be really special.
2: I think that the UIL Texas high school football state championship games are a singular sports event. Like it should be on your sports bucket list in the same way that like the masters should be on your sports bucket list. And like, you know, going to the super bowl. I mean, this event is wild. I mean, it's a, it's the cheapest you're ever getting in that building. Okay. Like I think the tour costs (laughs) 25 bucks. So you might as well come out and enjoy three good football games. Uh, But also just like the, like to have, you know, a quarter million fans pile into a stadium over the course of four days. Like the, 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 the crowds that always impress me the most are like the six man crowds. If you come out on Wednesday, because these are towns, for example, the first game of the year, first game of the, of, of the week on Wednesday morning is going to be Lorraine and Benjamin. Lorraine and Benjamin have a combined enrollment, combined enrollment of 81, 81. And there's going to be 4,000 people in the stands. Which is just like nuts if you think about it. And so, yeah, like for example, we're gonna have a great crowd on Friday night with we'll Port and H's Groves in South Oak Cliff to come, perhaps a record-breaking crowd. But I think that maybe pound for pound, the small school crowds are even more impressive. I go back to that that crowd that we had last year at Franklin and Gunner on that on that Thursday night, which is a wild crowd. It's just a it's a celebration of high school football. It's everything that high school football is, which is big and kind of loud and 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 really entertaining. Uh, if, if you have the means to get to Arlington, you absolutely should. Well, you guys at Texas football do a terrific job
0: covering the sport around the state. So, for everyone that you know is going to be following the other games and and the Brazos Valley games, where can they find y'all's work this weekend? <laughs>
2: Yeah, we're going to be covering it stem to stern at TexasFootball.com. I'm also supposed to tell you to watch Valley Sports Southwest uh, because we're going to have all twelve games televised. Uh, and and yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a it's a it's a celebration of Texas high school football for four days there, and we want to cover it. Uh, you know, uh, from from uh, rooted to tutor there at TexasFootball.com. All right, well, Greg, thanks
0: for giving us a few minutes of your afternoon breaking down some action. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Big thanks to Greg for hopping on the show and giving us a little insight on those games. Jake, first, let's break down College Station versus Alito. This is a rematch of the 2017 5A Division II title game. College Station won that one. It's a lone state championship in a thriller 20-19. Alito 13-2 on the year. They've won 13 straight games since they started 0-2. Hey, those two losses, no slouches either. They lost to Denton Geyer, who lost in the 6A Division II semifinals last week, and Dallas-Paris Episcopal, who won the TAPS Division I state title. So they were number three in the final 5A Division I rankings of the season. Huge win over number one Longview last Saturday in the state semifinals. And Alito's accustomed to this stage as anybody, okay? They've won a state record 10 championships. They're going for number 11, this is their 13th state title appearance. So one of the biggest keys for College Station, it has got It starts with stopping quarterback Haas Haney. Okay, first of all, that is an incredible name. <laughs> all right, incredible name. Dude's thrown for almost 2,000 yards, rushed for over 1,100. He's got 31 total touchdowns. Just a pure athlete. So Alito's, without a doubt, probably the favorite in this matchup. But I think College Station can definitely pull an upset like they did in 2017.
1: Yeah, I guess. And I was kind of curious. um, You know, I was going to ask you first just what were you doing in 2017? But since you mentioned the matchup there at the end, I want to ask, you know, you watched that 2017 game, didn't you? I was there. I was going to say, what do you think, uh, I guess, why do you kind of think College Station, what what, what do they do in 2017, I guess, to pull it off that they can maybe kind of replicate this time around?
0: You know the big thing that they did in 2017 was they had to face Jace McClellan, who he's playing at Alabama now, uh, and he he was a he was a stud. It was a sophomore year after a breakout freshman season, and they really neutralized him. And their ability to neutralize the big game or the big game uh, big plays, excuse me that that really did did the difference in that game. Not to mention Alito missed two critical extra points uh, to lose by one, but you know College Station just stayed at it. It was a it was a very physical, it was a very patient game. They didn't they didn't break through until that second half, and that's what the Cougars are going to have to do again this week. They're going to have to be patient. They're going to have to they're going to have to you know keep working at it, keep grinding at it, win field position. You can't give up the costly turnover. Got to play smart. I mean, Alito, they're as well-coached a team as you're going to see. Tim Buchanan is a Hall of Fame coach. He he is incredible. Uh, he used to coach at a Consolidated back in the 90s under Ross Rogers. Fun fact for you, Jake. Really? But, uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, College Station is going to have to execute at a high level. Alito has got a phenomenal defense. They Clearly showed that last week in their win over Longview, who had one of the best offenses in the state, with Jalen Hale and the running back that they have—that was a junior. So uh, College Station is going to have to stay at it for 48 minutes if they want to come home with the gold trophy.
1: And uh, I got to ask, too—you know, you mentioned you were there in 2017, but you weren't the only person there in 2017, though, right?
0: Uh, No. That'll
1: be here at this one too
0: uh what do you mean by that
1: oh i was trying to you know be a little clever here and uh give you give you a little shout out to your uh story that you've got coming out this week about oh, coaching staff. yeah duh.
0: <laughs> okay yeah uh you know we're we're gonna get into that uh here in a minute uh and read about it in the eagle later this week but uh you know one of the biggest reasons why college station and franklin have been so successful these last few seasons is due to coaching continuity you know both Stony Pryor at College Station, Mark Fannin at Franklin, they were promoted from within after serving as offensive coordinator when coaching changes came, and they were able to keep a number of assistants from the previous staffs as well, and so that's really helped their programs build some strong cultures. And so uh, we got to talk with Coach Pryor and Coach Fannin here, hear what they had to say about their coaching staffs, talk with a few assistants. So uh, be on the look for that that article uh, later this week. So. But, uh, yeah, Jake, it, we're going to have a great game on Saturday, I think.
1: Yeah, no, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of interesting. College Station has been kind of proving people wrong all year. So, do they have one more, you know, trick up their sleeve? We'll have to wait and see, I guess.
0: Well, Franklin, they are certainly the team to beat in 3A Division One, rightfully so. They're going to face Brock. This is a really good matchup on Thursday night. Uh, Franklin, top dog in 3A Division One, They've been that way for most of the season. They're going to have to be the surging Brock team, though. Eagles start at 0-4. They've won 11 straight. Most impressive win likely came last week, too. They beat Malakoff by 11. Uh, Malakoff was having a fantastic year. Uh, you know, Brock lost to less by th- – they lost by less than 10 to Wimberley, who's playing in the 4A Division II state championship game, and Gunter, who Franklin beat last year in the 3A Division II game. Gunter's back in the 3A Division II state title game this week and uh lost to a couple other playoff teams Texarkana, pleasant grove and wichita falls hershey jake i think this one comes down to which running game wins last year franklin set a state title game record with 523 rushing yards didn't even get a single passing yard we talked about that with tepper here a minute ago but uh Brock can run the ball, too. Reed Watkins, he's a real threat for the Eagles. I think you got to talk with Brock's coach uh, the other day. Yeah, I
1: did. Uh, Head coach Billy Mathis. Uh, yeah, Reed actually was one of the guys he did mention as kind of a leader uh, on both sides of the ball. Reed's only a junior. Uh, he plays running back. And I want to say uh, a little bit of safety as well, or maybe defensive back. Uh, but he's really one of the guys that he talked about because, hey, uh, he, he told me, I asked him kind of, you know, hey, start out 0-4. What kind of change? You know, he mentioned, "Hey, those four teams we played, like you just mentioned, real good. You know, two of them state title cont- or state title playing in the state title uh, games. Two other teams, playoff teams. But really, the biggest thing for them was, hey, they lost 17 seniors. That's tough, you know, replacing 17 seniors. A lot of guys too that they called up were first-year
0: level, nonetheless.
1: Yeah, and a lot of those guys that they replaced them with were first-year varsity starters. Uh, but he said, you know, they they. He mentioned the movie 300, actually. He was like, hey, uh," you know, kind of reminded me of the movie 300, the opening scene where, you know, the Spartans get thrown out into the wilderness and can they survive? Well, you know, Brock's done that. They survived. And Reed's one of the guys that has stepped up and really kind of one of those underclassmen that's kind of grown into a leader. And he's not the only one. He mentioned, uh, starts for them kind of Brock, their quarterback, uh, Trace Moody. Uh, He's had a really heck of a season. you know, he, he played real well last year, too, because, you know, Brock made it to this title game last year, uh, lost to Lorena, 35-18, to 18, but they're back. Uh, so, yeah, just should be a really good game for both teams, two teams that have been here before and, you know, got something to prove.
0: Well, needless to say, I think Franklin's the favorite here, and if the Lions keep playing the way they have, uh, I think this one will end in their favor. So, Jake, can't go without talking about food. First of all, last week we had a fantastic week of food, okay? Uh, Willie Burger and Katie, incredible burger, okay? Taqueria data point never fails. Very good. Pastor Tacos. What did you? Which one did asada. you? Asada. Jake got the asada tacos. Very good. Yeah, guys, we did not leave San Antonio until like eleven p.m. <laughs> I was adamant we were going to get tacos.
1: Well, also with tourist uh, attractions too. We wanted to go see. Jake, uh, have you ever been to the? Walk?
0: Yeah, we went. To, we went and saw the Alamo. Yeah. Uh, we went and saw the Alamo. We showed our photographer Logan Hannigan Downs the Riverwalk. He's from Oregon, and so we had to give him a little Texas history lesson. So. Got to get that in. I've got to ask you, Jake, have you ever been to the check stop in West? I
1: have not, no.
0: You have not? I've All driven right. through West, though, but never stopped. Well, we're going to stop there this week. So, uh, hey, some good food recommendations in, in Arlington, Fort Worth, Dallas. Uh, right down the road from AT&T Stadium, Hurtado Barbecue. Okay, It's Tex-Mex Barbecue. They've got Texas Classics. they got Berea Tacos. Highly recommend the Berea Tacos. And uh, you can't go wrong there. Some good folks. It's right down the road from the stadium. Be sure to check that out. A uh, little fun place. They got Texan Live. You know, that's kind of right by the, the Globe Life Field where the Rangers play. Yep. Got some shops, some restaurants. And so there's just a lot going on there. And uh, for those College Station fans that are looking for some breakfast, maybe Saturday morning, you're going to go up uh, Friday night. Westside Cafe in Fort Worth. Okay. Camp Bowie Road. It's it's you can't you can't miss there. So uh just throwing out a few recommendations. So hey, got some other news though. Rockdale's hired a head coach. Uh Ingleside's Hunter Hamrick. He's a Bremond graduate. He's taken over for the Tigers, Jake Tell our listeners a little bit about Coach Hamrick.
1: Yeah, he's been at Ingleside since 2016. Uh, he's been he's 32 and 43 since you know overall in those years, uh, but four playoff appearances, so pretty successful over there. Uh, and actually, before landing his first head coaching job, uh, he was actually at Rockdale. He was yeah. the offensive coordinator, so it's a little bit of a uh, you know homecoming, if you will. Uh, he was the offensive coordinator under Jeff uh, Miller. And he comes from a family of high school football coaches uh, as well. His dad, Jerry uh, Slugger Hamrick, he was a head coach for 21 years, including 13 at Bremond. Uh, And then his grandfather, Bill Hamrick, also was a high school head football coach, and he won 160 career games. So pretty impressive family pedigree, but also, you know, he's carving his own path, and it has been pretty successful so far.
0: Yeah, Hamrick is going to replace Jacob Campsie, uh, the the Tigers were three and seven this last year. Not not a great season for them, but uh, looking to get things back open, uh, get things back on track, I should say. And uh, hey, Brazos Valley still got two jobs open: Anem Consolidated and Caldwell. So uh, keep our listeners and readers posted on uh, when those jobs get filled. All right, Jake. Last but not least, I went out on the interwebs yesterday and I polled our loyal listeners and our loyal readers if there was anything they'd like to hear on this week's podcast. Got a few questions, got a couple shout-outs. Let's get to it. So first, with College Station and Franklin playing this week. I had I had a couple people, including our photographer Meredith Seaver, ask if multiple Brazos Valley schools had one state in the same season. How many times do you think it's happened, Jake?
1: Well, uh, that's tall order. I'm going to say did one. You,
0: once did, yeah. you, did you look at the notes before to, to cheat no okay i thought about it but no it's happened three times okay in 2017 college station rockdale okay uh 2014 navasota cameron bremont and allen academy won wow. so that was four that's the most that's ever happened in a single season and then uh 2012 navasota and cameron yo so uh Yeah. You want to guess how many school, Brazos Valley schools have won a state title before?
1: Uh, I feel like I should look at the paper this time to cheat a little bit. Uh, No, I'll throw out a guess. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Okay.
0: I'll I'll give you you a frame of reference. Okay. We cover 28 schools. Okay. Private, public, from six man to 11.
1: Hmm. So this is guess how many total? Just at least once. Just once. Okay. I want to say. Twenty-eight, uh, gotta be at least half, maybe even more than that. I'm gonna say twenty. Twenty? <laughs>
0: yeah. You're a little high. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the answer is nine. Oh, nine right. Browses Valley schools have won a state title before. Do you know who has the most?
1: Uh no clue. I'll
0: give you a hint. They're they're tied, so there's two that have the same amount.
1: Um hmm. Consol and Consol and Bremon?
0: Okay, you got one. Oh, Bremon. Okay, right. they've won four. Consol's only won one all in right. nineteen ninety-one. But uh Cameron Yo, they're the hey, other. Okay. Cameron Yo and Bremon, they each had a three P during the two thousand tens. Okay. Um, Braz Valley fans might remember Rashad Paul, of course, from Bremon. That was a little bit before Jake was here. Oh, so all right. Well, hey. a little slack. That's why we're shout out to the him. yeoman. Yeah. That's why we're quizzing him. So uh here's one more for you, Jake. So nine teams have won from the Braz Valley. How many other Browse Valley schools have made the state title game?
1: All right. So out of a nine, that, so nine. So not the nine including one the nine. Okay, okay. How
0: many more have made the state title game?
1: Uh, well, we know it's not 20. Uh, <laughs> we know that. Uh, I'm going to say four. Four? four
0: yeah. Okay. That's a good guess. The answer is two. All right. Uh, Burnham and Lexington. I so. think
1: I might need to look at the notes next time so I can <laughs> seem like a genius. <laughs>
0: Well, hey! Thanks for playing a little Brazos Valley football trivia, high school football trivia. So
1: hopefully, y'all weren't pulling your hair out there when Alex was asking the questions. If you knew at home the answers, hopefully that wasn't you know too I'm stressful. I'm
0: pretty sure my math's right. If it's not, feel free to email robertcesna@gmail.com. <laughs> so College Station offensive lineman Noah Sherman, his mom Heather. She asked us to circle back to the feature story we did on him in early September and ask how many times he's gone hunting this season. I'm going to guess none because <laughs> the Cougars have been a little busy.
1: <laughs> That's probably a good call. I've talked to a lot of the players this year. Not a lot of free time for other things.
0: But uh, rightfully so. They've uh, got a big game this week. They're going big game hunting, so maybe not in the deer blind, but uh, going going to get one more golden football. So, College Station High School's cheer team, they shouted out their squad for supporting, for the support that their cheer team's given the football team this year. You know, Jake, we talk about all these football teams, but it takes a village to, to do this sometimes. And for the communities that are involved in games like this, it's a big deal. I mean, Franklin's going to have a big pep rally on Friday. You know, there's going to be thousands of fans that go watch the Lions and the Cougars this week. So... You know, this is this is a community event beyond just the football team. When you think about cheerleaders, drill team, band, parents, just students, fans. I mean, it, it's it's an all-encompassing deal.
1: Yeah, and all season long too. We not just playoffs or or state championship games. I mean, the whole season we see them at home games, away games, neutral side games. You see them everywhere.
0: Yeah. So uh, and you know those are the, those are the people too. Like the cheer team, they're they're at all the games. Yeah. You know, when it's raining, it's late, it's dark. It's far away. I mean, those people are there. So, uh, you know, they're their biggest supporters. And uh, I have a feeling they'll be there on Saturday. (laughs) So Good guess. uh, Liz Chivas, she noted how there's three College Station kids on Incarnate Words FCS semifinal team playing this weekend. Marquez Perez, Jalen Campbell, Reed Francis. Fun fact for you, Jake, Perez and Campbell, they were standouts on the Cougars 2017 state title team. And uh as as College Station is playing perennial Power Alito, Incarnate Ward is facing FCS Powerhouse North Dakota State on Friday at six o'clock. So uh, that's big right game big game for the for the Cardinals there uh, this weekend. So. I've,
1: I've got a buddy who's a Montana State fan. I'll give him a quick little shout out. Shout out to my buddy Christian. Uh, he's probably hoping that uh, Incarnate Ward can pull off the upset. So his uh, Montana State Grizzlies don't have to play, uh, potentially North Dakota State in the final.
0: Montana State. All yeah. right.
1: And, hey, also, fun fact, that I don't know if you knew this, but the uh, simi- the finals, so one week after this one, would be in Frisco. So they'd there be getting you know. a little bit of a, somewhat of a homecoming reunion.
0: Yep. We'll see if Incarnate Word can, can get to that game. All right, Jake, here's the last one. I hope you did look at this one. <laughs> it's going to take a little thought. Best game that we've seen this season.
1: Ooh. I've actually, uh, we got to give one. I was going to give two, but uh, can we do regular season and playoff or no?
0: Yeah, we could do regular season and playoffs. Okay.
1: Uh, so for regular season, for me, it's got to be, it's an easy one. Probably going to be your answer, too. Got to go AM Consolidated, College Station. The return of the rivalry uh, was just a real fun week and a good game, too.
0: I'm going to go a little bit off the wall for my regular season game. I'm going to go Centerville and Mart. Ooh, that was okay. a non district game at Centerville. Centerville, made a really challenging non-district schedule, including Mart, who's playing for the 2A Division II state championship, beat Burton last week, of course. That red dead defense, man. <laughs> they were really good, but Mart, Mart's, a, Mart's a force to be reckoned with. So uh, uh, that was just a great game. Uh, Centerville came so close to winning. They lost by one point. And uh, that, was just, that was just a great football game. Stands were packed. People were juiced up, and that was just a great football game between two small, small town teams. Uh, that you know, it was just it was just the epitome of Texas high school football, in my opinion. So, all right, Jake, playoff game.
1: I'll let you go first since I went first. No, 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 no. You oh, gotta okay. go
0: first. I think I know which one you're gonna pick.
1: Really? Uh-huh. All right, I'm interested then. Uh, I'm going to go AM Consolidated, uh, full sure.
0: Okay, that, that one is really. That's not the one I thought you were gonna pick. Were you thinking
1: College station Missum Valley? That
0: is the one I w- was gonna yeah, say you were gonna pick. It was a
1: toss up between those two. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of you know offense though, and I think that one was a 50-38 final. So I'm a big points guy. Uh, no, that game though, uh, really, it was kind of a coin toss there for me between those two. Uh, the reason I went with A&M Consolidated uh, was just that for me, really, that game was just I mean back and forth. Uh, you know, A&M Consolidated was at home it was that rare you know second round uh home playoff game for them so their fans were hyped up and you know they came out for me really what just kind of made that one so much special for me was that you know the guys just came back and fought back you know it didn't didn't result in a win is disappointing obviously for them but you know i mean heck they were down 19 at halftime stormed back had a lead late in the you know middle late of the fourth just i don't know real special game for me it was kind of like wow it's you know it was like uh, in the NCAA video games, you know, when you get done and it says, like, congrats, you just completed, and you know, instant ESPN, classic. instant classic. Yeah, like that was like, as soon as the game ended, that just like flashed in my mind, like instant classic, number one, and it had all the little ratings, like, you know, point system or whatever.
0: I, I can't pick between the two games that I saw in the region finals <laughs> between Franklin and Columbus and College Station and Smithson Valley. Those two games, I mean, they just had you on the edge of your seat in the whole fourth quarter. And so uh, the way that Franklin was able to drive down the field to win the game, and the way that College Station's defense was able to just stonewall Smithson Valley at the end of that one, I mean, those, you talk about instant classics, those two were without a doubt instant classics. And, uh, you know, Without without the ability to withstand those, w- we're done this week, Jake. Yeah. We're not we're not talking about high school football, uh, except maybe wrapping up the season. So uh, those those were big games, and you know, regardless of what happens this week, each of those teams are going to look back at those games as you know season defining moments and games of how they'll remember these years. Yeah, no,
1: I agree a hundred percent.
0: Well. That's going to do it. You excited to go up to AT&T Stadium? I am. You've been there before. Have you been there for a football game, though? Yeah,
1: actually, uh, fun fact. The last game, I've covered one game there before, uh, uh, and it was actually the Auburn-Oregon game, Mm. 2019. So Bo Nix's uh, very first uh, college football game.
0: And uh, I think Auburn came back and won that game, didn't they? Yep, last
1: second uh, touchdown for Bo. So hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully for your sake, since you were just talking about those two, uh, you know, dramatic finishes. Hopefully for your sake, you know, you don't get some gray hairs. There won't be, uh, you know, something crazy. won't like that happen again. But uh, who knows? We'll have to wait and see.
0: Well, I think we've got two great matchups in store. We're going to be bringing you all kinds of coverage. Be sure to check the u.com throughout the week for our coverage leading up to the state title games. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and uh, at Brazos Sports for all kinds of updates at the state title games. And uh, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. This is great road trip material, okay? I'm just (laughs) going to say it. It takes like three hours to get there. This is maybe an hour. So if you get sick of listening to us, you can do something else (laughs) for the last two hours. But, uh, hey, thanks for tuning in all season long. And uh, we'll be back next week recapping – the season and some highs and lows. Maybe we'll do some end-of-season superlatives, Jake.
1: Better start looking at the notes, I guess. Or Better start looking notes. at the
0: notes. Yeah. and have them. So, uh, for Jake Weiss, I'm Alex Miller. We'll see you next week.